War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Age of Cunning, an unsuspecting population, prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Age of Conan Magnetic. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. This is the 64th episode of Channel Massive. Woo-hoo! It is October 23rd, 2008. Woo-hoo! Your hosts are Jason, Mark, and I'm Noah. Woo-hoo! We will not have Jim on this show from this no, point we're, forward. We're gymless in, gymless in Denver from, from now on, unfortunately. Yeah. He, he decided to... cameo appearances. Yeah, we, we'll have him back for cameo appearances. Unfortunately, he, uh, as you may know already, uh, he's uh, stepped down. And we wish him well. Yep. He's come a long way with us since episode six. He joined us, and I think he really helped us grow our listenership and expand mm-hmm. our horizons. And he, uh, I think the reason why he left was because of the whole whore lore scandal. And we don't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yes. Yeah, it really just ticked uh, him off to the point where he, just, he couldn't hang with us anymore. He'll be missed. We've moved him to our board of directors. <laughs> and the hope is he will he will get us a raise. We've put him inside a glass display case in our city of heroes. If you tip uh, him, secret base, if you tip it upside down, it snows backwards. <laughs> then it snows normally. If you tip it back normally, uh, wow, normally, normally, it's the same. In this episode, we will be going over what we've been playing. We have feedback from listeners. We have a we have shitload of feedback, Noah. Audio would you, recordings. Would you describe it as a cornucopia of shitbagness. Well, I wouldn't call it shitbag. I call mean, it shitloadness. I call it just a shitload of email and voicemail. Our our, and Skype our, mail. our listeners are they've gone crazy. They've really gone crazy, and I think that this is probably a good opportunity to let them know about a special promotion that we're involved with. Uh, we're always looking for new ways to um, award our listeners. I think, you know, I think it's a good deal. Right? Don't you, Noah? That's clever phrasing. We like to. <laughs> we're going to award you. No, we're not saying we'll be data mining with the data that you give us in exchange for the contest. <laughs> we're not saying that that will be going to robocallers on both the Republican and Democratic sides, which will harass you Channel every Massive hour as my day was any today. particular political candidate. Or if you're in another country, you will just be ignored by the Democrats and the Republicans. Unfortunately for you. Anyway, we have for some time been looking to, you know, make it make some contests again, like we had before with the free Warhammer Online uh, game before. Um, and now we've got a special deal that uh, we, we're working out with uh, SplitReason.com. Uh, if you've ever been to their website before, you'll see that they create really cool, funny, quirky T-shirts, uh, hats, hoodies. I even think they have some coffee mugs on there, too. Yep. Uh, they're all kind of geeky game-related. 
Very cool stuff. Which is very cool stuff. Um, anyway, um, so for all of our listeners, uh, if you want to go and buy something from splitreason.com, uh, you, all you have to do is enter in the uh, promo code channel M, and you can get a 10% discount, which is super fucking cool as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so we'd like to thank splitreason.com for that. Um, we're also um, running a Halloween contest promotion, uh, which will be pretty cool. Uh, this will give one of our listeners a free t-shirt from splitreason.com. Uh, we're going to do this for the next uh, four to five weeks, I think. Yeah, this is week one. Week one, one of, of, of some contests. So, yep. so week, one, week one's contest involves this. We want you, the listeners, to send us a, a, I don't know, we'll, we'll say maybe one paragraph, two paragraph, keep it short, is what, what we're trying to say. One to two paragraphs of your scariest MMO moment ever. You know, whether you, you know, got dropped into some cave that you had no idea was there and saw shitloads of monsters and they came right at you and made you poop your pants maybe give us one of those oh shit moments out of perhaps you thought you were going to gank an innocent fisherman in ultima online but he turned out to be a grand this is true dreadlord prime yeah yeah it, it could have been very well been something like that um so or your subscription mysteriously disappeared right well, during basically the- what we're looking for <laughs> is the most creative the most hilarious or you couldn't cancel your subscription or yes you <laughs> that's, could not yeah, escape that's true major conan <laughs> <laughs> anyway we, we want the most hilarious funny scary moment uh that you've had in an mmo so go ahead and send that uh to mail at channelmassive.com m-a-i-l and uh We'll pick a winner. We'll give you a deadline up to. We'll, we'll, we'll make a. Let's make election day the deadline for this contest. How about that? Two weeks out. Because sure. that's scary. <laughs> election day doesn't that scare the crap out of you? Mm, yes. So anyway, we'll, we're going to make this uh, valid until uh, Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Election well, day. That November. November fourth. Right. Hope so. Hope so, or we really are bad Americans. <laughs> anyway, again, the, the prize is a free t-shirt from SplitReason.com, and uh, go ahead and get those submissions in. Yeah, check out their site, and we'll be sure to the post this on the website too. as well. So you need, you need to go to the site, pick out the t-shirt you want, and list that with your submission. would be helpful. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. That way we don't have to... We're kind of lazy. We don't want to email you again. So we just, just do it all at the beginning. So, and then say, if I win, I would like this T-shirt. Yes. Very good, Mark. You, you bet you. And we're also going to have a lot of new crazy stuff up on the website soon. We're going to have uh, some video blog postings, which I think you'll all find it a little interesting, giving an inside glimpse into the world of Channel Massive and how we get this thing going. Sexy Girl 88 Striptease. There is. It's kind of. You haven't seen that one yet, but yeah, it's it's there already. Excellent. It was particularly unnerving. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Alright, let's get on to what we've been playing.
And now it's time for what we've been playing, Jazz, Jazz Hands, Hands, everyone! Jazz Hands! <laughs> Noah, what have we been playing this week? <laughs> oh, wow, that yes. was like... That was oh, really super cool. Thank you for that extra musical boost. Who, who needs real intro music when we've got that? Yeah, I'll probably leave it out this time. So. <laughs> <laughs> as far as they know, we're recording now. Ah, <laughs> yes. Just joking. So tell us what you've been playing. I've been playing Cubello, an art style Orbient. I also have been forcing my way through a Pokemon ripoff game called Spectropes. It tries to be its own thing. It gets kind of tedious when you're excavating your billionth chunk of minergy is what it's called minergy it's like synergy minergy synergistic leverage i had the same discussion over on dojo shogo like i was just talking about it casually and i didn't expect anybody to say anything because it's a mineral that's mixed with an energy and one of my coaches <laughs> like that sounds like something energy for a man Ooh, yeah, it could be. It could be Mary. I didn't say M E N. I said I M I N E R G Y. Wow, it's not minor G. I energy. thought it was minergy. Things, things are either energy or matter. I'm all, I'm all about the minergy. Can't be matter and energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving right along. So. Announcing a new sports drink from Channel Mess. Minergy. <laughs> Is that like menaces? We've combined the have flavors. You, have of, you met your menaces? Then drink Minergy. We've combined the flavors of macaroni and cheese, pizza, and coconuts into this startlingly refreshing drink. Don't forget the B the B vitamins. B vitamins, yes. guano, taurine. guano, <laughs> taurine, <laughs> guano, taurine, <laughs> and uh, some other stuff we're not sure about. <laughs> <laughs> caffeine caffeine <laughs> caffeine <laughs> and at Nintendo Joe I don't always get to pick the games that I play I have to play what has to be reviewed that's how Dude, I'm you're the EIC man that course, sounds like that sounds like sometimes my staff does not set up the task they're not manly enough so I've begun Operation Emasculation and I've been playing <laughs> Operation Emasculation. I will leave my example, bitches, and you will suffer. Exactly. So I am playing a game called We Cheer. We Cheer. Which is you would love this, Jason. Little chibi styled anime cheerleader girls. Oh. And which you have to do like cheer routines with the remotes. Have there been any fatalities? I understand that's a problem in cheerleading. I've hit my house plan a couple times. It's oh, hard. It's... You've, you've actually impacted your surrounding landscape trying to... Yeah. You know, and I'd actually told one of my staffers, I'm like, whoever has to review this, All right, they dude. have to take a photo of themselves doing it. But Maybe now that I'm doing it, podcast. I'm not taking a photo of I don't have, I have the Wii anymore, right man. here. I have the Wii right here. You could just, you could just bring the disc over. and Only and if can... you play with me. There's two-player mode, Mark. Yeah, as long as you only show him. Uh, no, um, Mark's trying to delegate. Yeah, okay. I'm leading by example. All right, so Project I'll, Emasculation. I, I guess is also I'll, I'll pose the obvious questions here. Do they have such um, wonderful cheers like "We've got spirit"? Yes, we do. We've got spirit. How about you? It's not like that. It's no? actually more like the movie "Bring It On." Where I was going to ask, do they do the "Bring It On" monologue? Um, Bring it. It's already been brought. There's in. little. There's cheerleader stereotypes in there. There's cool. <laughs> There's the 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 ditzy one who speaks only in O M G L O L, and it's actually spelled out like that O H M E G E E, and she talks only like that. Then there's the artist girl who's actually not good at drawing. Then there's the superficial bitchy one who's like, "Well, at least you've got the smile down." 
<laughs> do, 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 they have, have the do they have the token fat cheerleader? So far, no, but we did get... <laughs> yeah, that's this, an unlockable character. There's stoner chick cheerleader who looks like Jennifer Lopez, and she just has her eyes kind of half closed, and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm always so tired all the time, but when I'm cheering, I'm really happy, and her eyes like pop open, and her smile's just like, I'm always totally on. Like, okay, but oh the, the music, they have all these great routines that are set to stuff like Oku's Perfect Day and Moby's Body Rock and Casey and the Sunshine Band and Come on Ride the Train. And wow. They're all set up in train. different poses, Choo-choo looking in different bad. directions, and <laughs> they dramatically fall to the ground and Does reach it, up to the sky. Is there a, a cheerleader who, when she's injured, regenerates really fast? And she's hunted by <laughs> some kind of villain with a. Unfortunately, the heroes mixes That'd be cool. But you can customize their outfits and halter tops and skirts mm, to no halter end. top. And so, mm. because of that, I was able to make my all goth cheerleading squad. <laughs> <laughs> like the Nirvana video. Yes, they, they've got oh, black and red uh, tattoos and cheerleading outfits. They have black pom poms and black hair. That's so, that's exactly what I would do. Very pale skin. I would totally make a goth cheerleading squad. That'd be yeah. It's it's because I've cool. always thought that was one of the funniest things about that video. Do we really need to get you into Warhammer Online, man? I'm sorry. <laughs> so to that end, that's a good transition. Now that the balance of power has shifted away from free MMOs, and there's really only a couple options to play something relevant, I may be playing Warhammer or. Wraith of the Leech King, but not <laughs> Minds of Mariah. The Leech King? Mine's not Minds of Mariah? No Mariah for me. At this point. <laughs> Grab yourself so tightly when you do that note. It's just not... I really shouldn't do that anymore. Oh, yeah, your wife might not like that. <laughs> he comes home, it's reverse puberty. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Hi, honey, I'm home. I can't talk normal anymore. Hit the Mariah Carey note, and I'm screwed. So yeah, that's what I'm doing, and I, I may have something exciting to talk about that's MMO-related. Awesome. Next week. But until then, we have the other experts here. Jason, what have you been doing? What have you been playing? Warhammer, baby. Uh, my black orc is still in full effect. I love him, man. He's fun to play. I, I'm getting all this cool gear for him, too. I don't understand. Because sometimes loot drops don't necessarily correspond to what your your character is. So you'll get, like, a loot drop that's only usable by a zealot or, uh, or a witch elf or something like that. But all these drops, for some reason lately that I've been getting, are all from my character, which works out great. So oh, I'm getting cool. all this cool stuff on top of all the... Um, on top of all the RVR stuff that I can buy as well, so... Do you do any public quests, or do you mostly do RVR? Yeah, I've done public quests. I do some of the regular quests, too. I try to do I try to do a little bit of everything, so I'll, I'll do some scenarios, and then I'll do some PvE stuff, and then I'll go and do some public quests. The, the public quest that I find really cool now is that one in the first tier, where you... It, it's it's a combination public quest that both uh, the destruction forces and order forces can uh, try to... Basically, it's a race to, to complete it on each side, essentially, is what it is. And we had a, we had a pretty big group of, of destruction forces, and we were trying to get this public quest done. And then there was some 
order forces who were trying to prevent us from doing that and they were trying to complete it on their own too and we were killing each other all the time while we were trying to get the same public yeah it was fun man it was a blast we had a blast doing it we we of course we we did it the first time around and and we we were able to complete it and and then these guys kept coming back these dwarves there was this one iron breaker in particular kept on just flying into the fray trying to wreak havoc and destruction and we ended up killing him multiple times which was pretty fun was and he then, a higher level or was yeah he, just... he was a little higher level he was I think he was rank 12 my I think my orc at the time was only rank 9 oh. and there were a bunch of other people around me of various ranks um, yeah he probably didn't last long. yeah he didn't last very long and then this level 20 bright wizard comes out of nowhere keep in mind that I'm playing on an open RVR server, so that's allowable. And he started just wasting everybody. He was two-shotting everybody who came into that zone, and it really started to get annoying after a while. We started... I, I think we, we ended up calling out, you know, putting out a call to everyone, since <laughs> now the chat works where, you know, they have a regional chat system. Yeah. So we're like, hey, man! Some help us! Some help us! And it, it's cool because it adds that element like in World of Warcraft used to have where you were in the crossroads, for instance, and, you know, you'd see some random alliance guy come through the crossroads and try to start messing with people, and people would call out, Hey, you know, we've got some level some alliance, you know, in this zone, you know, come kill them. So it adds that element of fun to it where you can have cries of help, cries for help, Help us! This guy's griefing us. <laughs> Come He's back here! So we're so pathetic. Oh, that's cool. So we had the cavalry came in, and a couple of higher level level twenties came in, and and took care of them for us, which was kind of fun. So anyway, that I, I've been having a blast with that. I, I've got a ton of tome unlocks. I just love that thing. It's that's like crack cocaine to me as a gamer yeah, anymore. Nice. The achievement systems, man, they're just, they're right there. Achievement unlocked. I love it. <laughs> love it. I uh, played a little Rock Band 2. Uh, I unlocked the endless set list in Rock Band 2. And I think what I want to do, and this isn't for sure yet, I'll probably make a post on this on the website, but I want to do a live blogging event where I... Where I'll try to play the endless set list and and go for the bladder of steel achievement, <laughs> and I think that requires you to play play that set list through without any breaks at all. You, I mean, so basically you can't even go to the bathroom. So I don't know how I'm going to pull that off, but I'm going to try. Do it for do it for the fans. <laughs> I'll do it for science. <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, do it for science. And you can buy you can go to stadiumpal.com and get a little thing that you can put in your sock. Oh, gross. And then God, you can just yeah. kind of urinate in that. Just kind of I mean, I can just get a catheter work well, it that it's way. Basically the same. Yeah. Or you could just if you don't care about your house <laughs> just <laughs> right there on the carpet. Yeah. How about you, Mark? How about you, Mark? What have you been doing? Um, I've just continued my my (laughs) my just solid Warhammer fest. So yeah, I noticed you had a level twelve bright wizard. Twelve or twenty? Twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty-one. 
Yeah, so I'm just trying to get into the... I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You had the numbers right. <laughs> it's the right 12, numbers. 20... It's the wrong order. Right. Yeah, so I'm I'm just trying to play that. I, I got set behind because I went on vacation the weekend launched, and then, I don't know, I just had a lot of Where work. your priorities? I know. I had to do the vacation, but... But, um, yeah, Real so I'm just sucks. trying to catch up with everybody and, and uh, playing that and um, enjoying a variety of the different things. I've played every quest in my... in You know, for my... I guess you'd call it the uh, God <laughs> tier. Not well, yeah. Every quest for my tier for my race, I would say. So, like, I played every. So you don't I, you don't intermix to, in any other race no. zone. I'm sticking with That's my racial man. Well, racial. I, I figure it'll, it'll add some replayability <laughs> if later I want to try the other. You know, another class that's another race. I'll I'll just stick with theirs, and that way I'll see everything I can see. So, yeah, I've stuck with my racial zones, and I've. Played every, you know, I've really been anal retentive about going back and cleaning up all my quests and making sure I'm doing them all. And I've, I've so I've done some of the epic quest lines, which those are really cool. You know, it kind of reminds me of the story arcs in City of Heroes, mm-hmm. and the rewards are usually pretty good. They're not and as long. Are they as long as the sixteen parts to this last one? I did. Wow, and that was a tier. Yeah, two that one. is. That's and I got totally the shoulders like that I've never seen anyone else with. But City of Heroes, huh? Maybe hmm. I'm sure others have them, obviously, but I just hadn't. I hadn't seen any like them. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I've been doing that and a lot of the RVR stuff, but I've noticed that doing like. People say that the scenarios are the fastest way to level up, and they are. You you get experience, but I like to do the. uh, Oh, you think they're going to nerf that? No, they've bumped up open. No, we'll 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 discuss this during the weekend gaming. But they pumped up the experience. I've been trying to intermix it with open RVR, more of the open RVR, Mm -hmm. because you get more of the um, renown, renown that way, and and so I'm like way back in ranks on renown because I'd been just doing those scenarios. So now I'm trying to mix it up a little bit. Plus, I enjoy the open RVR quite a bit. It's a nice break. I mean, I like the scenarios because they're kind of a, you know, it's like a little, it's like a, it's like a little mini game almost. You know, it's not going to go over 15 minutes, and it's kind of, kind of satisfies my defense of the ancients love, um, because mm-hmm. it's kind of like defense of the ancients. There's a lot of choke points where everybody's concentrated, and I just, I enjoy that kind of, of. PvP battlefield experience far more than the far more I mean than the like WoW version you know the WoW battlefields where right. everybody's all over and you have these one on one battles sometimes and sometimes you have everybody together but I like just the gigantic clusterfuck battle you know quite a yeah, bit more yeah there's there's a lot more of that going on and, I, in and those in the open RVR I really like the the sieging and you know defending or sieging I really think that's fun and it's done so well I got you know the oil poured on me the other day and that was <laughs> That's sweet and i had to take that out and then the ballistas i was taking everyone was like take out the ballista they, they i was they thought i was the only one who could do it for some reason i guess they were all busy actually doing real stuff but but <laughs> they're, like, they're you? like you you shall take down that and i was like i can't get to it i can't target it they're like go over here idiot i'm like oh okay yeah i guess i can't get to that <laughs> i'm so sorry it's the first time I've sieged to this keep. I don't know it like the back of my hand, but anyway, I've been doing a lot of that. Cool. A lot of pub- I've done all the public quests, so it's kind of the first time I've been this anal retentive about working through as much of the content as I can. I think I skipped like the chapter seven public quest was the only one I skipped, and I just didn't think the rewards were very good for my my character, which is a bright wizard. So um, that's been it. No other gaming or anything. Just. Warhammer. You were monogamous in your game. I was this monogamous week. and monotonous, <laughs> but I'm enjoying it a lot. And cool. Trying to 
Now I'm in the tier three stuff, so I'm going to try and get like midway through that, report on it next week, see if anything exciting turns up. You're going to finish the game. It's my goal to get to level 40. You never finish the game. And then the game. game begins, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I guess that's what we've been playing. Let's get on to some email. And now it's time for M A I L. Problem solved. Email. We're gonna have Jim phone that one in, but we we didn't get around to it. <laughs> no. Uh, before we get into email, I just want to express my love for the community that we've developed here at Channel Massive. You guys, every week, just step up to bat, and man. We've got so much email to go through this week. It's amazing. Uh, not only text mail, but via Skype, via some audio submissions that we received from a couple of listeners Submit this week. Web. Yeah, it's just it's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And that, I think that's what makes this this show really special. <laughs> Jason's crying now, and it's just because for the first six months we didn't get a drop of. Any kind of response from anyone. True. And then all of a sudden it just was like... And off. now you guys have basically taken over the show. Yeah, now we don't have to do any work. So That's great. our goal. <laughs> <laughs> you do the work for us. Soon we'll get Robo Brent to do the recording. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Have you guys heard that? The the, the last version yeah, of the podcast? Hilarious. That was funny. Robo yeah, I, I thought funny. that we should do our show in Brent's vocal style. <laughs> to offer something different to our listeners and to make up for that void. Right. That we could presented. do it. We could even talk normally and then make it sound like that. Sweet. We could, I'll be silent. I'll see if I can continue talking in that voice for the rest of the episode. Are you going to continue talking that way? I might be doing that. Excellent. That will be. <laughs> but not optimal. for the emails because that would be boring. Yes, it would indeed. <laughs> our first email is from Sophie from Sweden. Sweet. We love Sophie from Sweden. Thank you so much for writing us, Sophie. She says, just the Swedish chick. Just want to say I have some information about the nameless one. The nameless one. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I was surprised when I listened to the City of Heroes podcast, I found the same rant from the nameless one. The nameless one. As the one that was on your show. And by the way, I'm getting a little angry when people seriously think that girls like such different stuff than boys. Why would we? Only because of the vagina and boobies? <laughs> I like blowing up stuff and killing stuff as much as my other female friends. I don't want to play Happy Pony Adventure Quest. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, I am tired to have to. <laughs> I'm tired of having to prove that I'm a girl when I play FPSs, because it would be impossible for a girl to kill something. It's too scary for us. We just want to braid hair all day. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Jason's now braiding his hair. Stop making games more That's girly. Impossible. And start saying <laughs> this game is for everyone. One thing they can do for us is that when we play a game that we don't want the boobies from hell, just make characters with normal-sized boobs. We have enough problems with our self-image as it is. 
Well, I don't know, Sophie. I, 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 I wouldn't say that I'm a breast man in general, but I'm more of a ass man, I guess. <laughs> Ladies, add that to your... I like the pushing... T- I like the <laughs> I love more Jason pushing file. for the cushion. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh... Cushion for the pushing. <laughs> pushing for the cushion. Cushion for the pushing. Whatever. Um, wow. Yeah, you know, I mean, I guess there's something to be said for that. I don't want to... Cushion for the pushing. <laughs> okay. okay. I, think the, I, I think they're just sitting I, here in shock that I said I think that. You're, but you're, you've gone far away from her point. I'm not going to say anything more. I'm Mark. just going to shut up now. <laughs> Well, we, we love to hear from you, Sophie, and I... I think the fact that one of our listeners mentioned vagina and boobies in the email just threw me. Yeah, I think he was caught in a... You sure mind. it wasn't hair braiding or a pony adventure quest? Pony adventure quest had him thinking. Uh, and it's nice to know that our listeners are watching out for our intellectual property, and thank goodness that law was passed last week so we can sue the nameless one. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yes. <laughs> All right, corporate lawyers will be getting busy. Um, so speaking... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to actually continue you. with the emails, oh, but if you have something to say more about Shut the fuck up and somebody Sophie. say something. No, How about we go on to the next email? I was just going to say that it's it's interesting. It's it's funny that the Nameless One has now cross-posted the same rant on three different podcasts, including ours. That we know of. And he has departed, as far as we can tell, or not departed, but he just said this will be my last... Well, he told us. Well, it's yeah. it's. Can't you see? It's so transparent. He and Jim have run off together. I'm just not sure. I'm wondering about that. that yeah. That, yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. Is there could be a new power in the east or west? Uh, that's you know the um. Oh, what was that? What was that free to play web based game you guys were playing? Maple Story. No. Um, Kingdom of Loathing. Kingdom of Loathing podcast. <laughs> and 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 maybe that's what they're secretly working on in their laboratory of evil together. Perhaps I mean, it's just too coincidental. Yeah, I mean I've Either seen that this before. Jim was too distraught about Derek's exit, and yeah, that could be too. But anyway, Sophie, thanks for writing in. We we did get a kick out of your email. I I wrote back to you and I agreed with you that the oversized boobs are funny because there appears to be nothing to counterbalance the character and. You would therefore think that the character would just be kind of running. If they ran, they'd be running at a crazy With 30 really degree angle posture. to the ground. Much like the lineage two dark elf chicks do. Sweet. Or they would just fall down a lot and you'd have like a minus 10 to dexterity or something like that. So. Anyway, moving on. Scott sent us an email. He says, I have been back playing Lotro after the whole fiasco with Age of Conan. Swapping guilds really made a difference. Moria is bringing some really great updates to the game, both new classes getting added, having a more involved gameplay mechanic than the core classes. My hope is they will be able to retrofit some of these new mechanics into the existing classes. The new trait sets look to add some variation to the characters, letting the players decide a focus for their tunes, finally add some real differences between players of the same class. But by far the addition of epic weapons is a new line of gameplay that I think is groundbreaking. The fact that you can have six available and that each class gets a main weapon and a class item begs at the system to be expanded upon. I also think Lotro has finally settled on an end game focus. I've written in the past how I thought that they should avoid the WoW and EQ2 raids and the PvP. While a fun and unique approach, it will always remain a tacked on game system. The level-enabled equipment and focusing the endgame content around three-man and six-man instance runs seems to be the best idea to try and make the Lotro stand out from the competition. 
Well, I do think the legendary weapons part is really the coolest feature that I can think of. Um, you know, unfortunately for me, I'm not going to go ahead and and give it a try. Maybe sometime in the distant future, I might go back to Lord of the Rings Online. I don't plan on it anytime soon. But yeah, that that one particular feature, I really think more games should copy that yeah, feature. <laughs> sounds like you can have more than one epic item. Mm-hmm. So that that is something I didn't know about. That's pretty cool. I think too that the smaller like instances tailored for a smaller group is really interesting to me. I think especially because let's face it, they don't have the they don't have the well. Blizzard's picking up on that too, and they're nerfing all of their raid contents. Essentially, well, they already I think, nerfed so. all the bosses by thirty percent. Yeah, that's just to let people experience level seventy max level content they've mm-hmm. never been. <laughs> Wouldn't have stood a chance trying to to you know get through before, but I think setting it to smaller is good because they don't have the user base that say WoW has right. So these, well, yeah, they, they can can't still work on these. Get really, away with doing a forty man yeah, raid group or a twenty five. Kind of you know, even a ten might be stretching it. I mean, I'm sure for an organized guild you could do that, but I think that makes it a little bit more casual because you can just kind of you can say, look, I, me and my friend are already going to play. All we need to do is find one more person who might actually contribute something or or something. Like that, so I think that's I think it's pretty smart. I unfortunately also won't be playing Lotro because the release almost exactly coincides with Wrath of the Lich King, and that was probably like, not the smartest move. So. But <laughs> rock beat scissors, yeah, I, I it probably can't. wasn't the smartest move. But they really had no choice in the matter. They had to get yeah, some new get content out. out there, and, and unfortunately, it just coincides with with War being released already, and with Wrath of the Lich, of the Lich yes, King. Yes, Jason. Yay! Shut the fuck up. With Ratchet the Ledge King coming out, you know, I I just don't see a lot of people going back and giving Lord of the Rings online a try unless they've already, you know, unless they're already a fan of it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's still probably a pretty good game for people who are really into the lore, into the, Mm -hmm. you know, the the HR Tolkien stuff. So, J.R.R. Tolkien, H.R.R. Tolkien, H.R. Like Geiger, H.P. Lovecraft, and J.R.R. Tolkien combined. And H.R. Geiger, that would make it a really fucking weird MMO, wouldn't it? Fancy. What the hell? Might as well get Robert E. Howard in there, too. Our next email is from Christoph Holland. Dude, I'm like cool I said, that? I've always said this. We're the David Hasselhoff of fucking podcasts. Denounced in our own country, hated in our own country, but really big overseas. So Christoph, he says, I've been with MMORPGs for some time now. Started with joining Ultima Online in its fall period and got kicked out of college because of it. Then I had some breaks traveling and ruining other countries' economies, as we Polish tend to do. Excellent. (laughs) Generally, I have more experience with free-to-play games, as from obvious reasons. Ten bucks a month might not look that appealing when you have in mind the fact that ten U.S. dollars is like five pints of beer in a pub in Poland. Somewhere the dollar is still strong. Dude, I'm telling you. (laughs) That's like I'm moving to Poland, if that's the case. He continues, any of you thought how cool an MMO in the Fallout world would be? Yes. And have you heard about the Neuroshima RPG? That's kind of a post-apocalyptic Polish-created um, RPG. Man, I'm... Well, we, d- we well, know that, 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 we know that that's going to be coming out. That, that's 
one of the by one of the least worst best kept secrets ever. What is it, Project Nine or Vault? Nine? It's like Vault ter- for Vault Thirteen or V Thirteen, yeah. Project V Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Just so reminiscent of V Twelve. Yes. <laughs> just a project that Noah and I worked on. Yes. We're involved with for. We never want to go back to again. <laughs> no, uh, that game. Yeah, I'm. I'll, I'm so there when that happens. There's no doubt about it. I love the Fallout world, the the lore, the the feel of the game. Ah, man, I just love that. I love it. Think- Wastelands was probably one of the first single player RPGs that I played on an Apple II. Apple to E. Probably an E or... Yeah, and it was... Oh, man, I was addicted to that game. Then Fallout came out, and I played through the Fallout series. I've already pre-ordered Fallout 3. I can't wait to get into that. Yeah, I just love it. I think I, it lends itself really well to a for an MMO. I'm going to have to check out the Niroshima RPG because I've developed this strange fondness for European... And and you know like Russian and food women based games <laughs> no like Stalker the Stalker games or well Stalker and then um uh what's the Witcher well Nurushima that's a pen and it's a pen and paper yeah game. I'll have to check it out though just see the website I I you know I got saw the email but I haven't checked it out but I like the way they think about stuff. And I'm not trying to just appeal to anyone in Europe, but <laughs> I, I, those two games have the sure, flavor. David they, they have a flavor that are, it's just I don't know. It's a grittiness. There's something about it that's a really melancholy. Kind of appeal. Yeah, it's kind of melancholy. They haven't been affected by political correctness yet. Maybe that's it. Well, definitely not The Witcher with the whole uh, nudie thing. <laughs> the cards. Mm, the nudie cards. Sweet. Rendezvous cards, as I like to think of them. But anyway, our next email is from. David. Dude. <laughs> David says, Sup, freaks, if anyone is wanting to try Lotro, I'll give you a friend invite. Just let me know. <laughs> Love the cast and keep it up. Sent from my T-Mobile sidekick. Sweet, dude. And that's not an exaggeration. That's exactly how the email reads. Um, I think you could have read it a little faster. No, dude. You couldn't have. Cause, <laughs> it's well, not like know, the this just goes to out. show that Half of our listeners are stoned, but he gets really cool bonus points for sending us that email from his sidekick. Well, Plus, he wants to give us a free invite to Lord of the Rings Online, hey, there you go. so that's Walmart. pretty cool. Yeah, I could play it, but not have to commit any kind of financial... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we appreciate that everything. offer, David. We might uh, take you up on that. But the mailbag, it's not over. No, Not even no. close. We have several <laughs> audio contributions from our wonderful fans. First up, Joffrey. Jeffrey. Is it Jeffrey or Joffrey? Jeffrey. I think we're going to... Well, we're going to have to come up with another name. Geoffrey. <laughs> Let's roll it. Hey, guys. This is Jeffrey. You might remember me from such emails as Stop Playing Butt Rock, No Apologies to Dave Grohl, and... I didn't know it was Probot. The apology to Dave Grohl. In order to help fill the void left by the nameless one, I submit the following for your approval. And I apologize in advance if I start slipping in and out of a British accent during this rant, because I've been catching up on this season of Survivor, and there's this guy on there named Ace. Have you seen this tool? He slips in and out of his British accent all the fucking time. It's like, 
Sugar, you need to give me better directions. In the next scene, you hear him say, Shield to the face! So, anywho, until recently, I've been playing some Warhammer like a lot of people. I was really looking forward to this game, partly because I was going to reunite with a bunch of old guildies from my Dark Age of Camelot playing days. Now, aside from some issues, like the early start grace period back-and-forth douchebaggery, which was a pretty bad way to start, I have enjoyed my time in the game mostly as a warrior priest. I never really liked healing in MMOs before, but I really dug the playstyle of the warrior priest, and I found that I really liked playing the support role. Things started going south for me, though, when a few things, like the horrendous lag trying to retrieve mail, the lack of communication in and out of scenarios, my guildies leveling past my admittedly casual playstyle, and the one thing that got me the most... My guild uses TeamSpeak almost exclusively. I understand this is partially my fault, but I have never been a TeamSpeak guy. And I don't even own a headset. And I know people are going to say, Well, then just listen. You don't have to talk. But fuck that. I don't want to listen. i got other things going on while I'm gaming. I listen to the TV or music or podcasts or my girlfriend going on about the next project we have to do to the house. Right now. Immediately. Today. Do it. Another thing that bugs the shit out of me is this so-called community of war players. I have been reading and participating in online game forums for a long time, and I have never seen a more elitist, militant, jackass group of fuckwads than I have on some of these war forums. Every complaint about war is met with, Go back to WoW, or L2P, or WoW is epic fail. Don't even compare it to war. And don't get me started on Mr. Mark Jacobs showing up in these forums to stroke his little ego and be worshipped by his adoring fans. I have respect for what he's done with Mythic, but Warhammer's just not turning out to what I hoped it would be. Perhaps I will give it a try in a few more months. But for now, for me, it's back to WoW and Asheron's Call. And maybe Lord of the Rings Online. That's it for now. Take care, guys, and play more Ween. Awesome. Thank you for sending that in, Jeffrey, or Joffrey, however you want us to pronounce it. But I think we're probably going to end up just giving you a nickname. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. Thanks for. So, do you guys go to the WoW forums at all, or whatever the, it is? Are there the forums? No, so they I try to avoid them like forums, the plague, which was like phase one of of um, hosing the the community. So they they rely on you know like um, fan site forums essentially yeah. is what they do. Um, and and those forums are just like the exact thing you would think of in bad game forums you know everybody's like could you please comment on this build i'm thinking of for my chosen and then everybody's <laughs> like what kind of idiot are you why that wouldn't do anything as history is proven it's like the game's you know brand new right right <laughs> that's what happens when you have that egomaniac blustering guy lead the build up to the game oh yeah everybody's emulating him now yeah they're like we will destroy they're every-. all talking in their british accents typing away yeah so yeah, that's true. I I would agree too with the whole um, ace thing. That that guy is very annoying on Survivor. He's like, oh, I'm arrogant. <laughs> so what? I deserve to be. But um, I I'll admit I'm not big on the whole team speak thing either. I I do like to listen to music, um, or other podcasts while I'm playing the game. Uh, that's just how I roll as well. I I don't I don't feel the that I want to hear other people's voices, to be perfectly honest with you. You already hear them anyway, right? <laughs> In my head, yes. So, so All it's not, the time. It's not a radical they, departure. They, they tell me to burn things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I've so never... yeah, I, I totally get that. 
I, I totally get that point there. I, I prefer to listen to music or listen to other podcasts while I'm playing uh, like, thanks games. To Ten years of playing MMOs and before that MUDs, I've developed some pretty good typing abilities. Even while running around, I, I don't mind using them. Um, no, I don't either. Sometimes I listen in on my guild's vent, you know, just to see what's <laughs> going on. and It's it's always really funny. I don't funny. mind. It's funny because I, I sit here and we talk all the time on this podcast, but I think if I ever got in and, and started using vent or TeamSpeak on a regular basis, I just wouldn't talk at all. No, I bet you would. I don't know. I mean, it's a good tool. It's just sometimes you just want to listen and be mm-hmm. and sometimes just typing's fine too it's, it's especially embarrassing when you if you're playing your game and and your spouse is up and <laughs> comes in and says something hey! like what the hell is wrong with the blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and you hear all you hear is on your headphones is ooh <laughs> get your bitch ass back in the kitchen yeah you call this chicken Get some elbow grease in that. And with a with the pregnant wife, those those rants are probably going to be more uh, prevalent. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, I've tried to put a security system in, so I'll know if she breaches the, <laughs> the perimeter. <laughs> but yeah, you never know. It's like they get sneaky when they're pregnant. So anyway, uh, thanks, Jeffrey. We'll uh, look. We're looking forward to some more f- rants in the future from you. And now, a Skype mail from Tillstar. Okay, my freaking Skype never works properly. I don't know if I got my last message in, but I was basically just saying, uh, uh, joking around a little bit about Jim leaving the cast. and um, I feel the same way you do, Jim. Actually, I'm not playing any MMOs either. I'm actually playing The Witcher, which is kind of fun and getting ready for Fallout 3. So I'm in the same boat, don't have the passion right now, played every MMO out there, and just nothing really is exciting right now to me. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to jump on to something like um, when Lich King comes out, I might might jump in there and and get back into that. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, again, just asking what the heck is up with uh, the Nameless One. Um. Apparently he's got his uh, the same rant that he sent you guys for the last show um, is out on Shut Up We're Talking podcast. Kind of lame, just blanketing his rants and raves out there. Um, don't know exactly what he's trying to do, but um, is he done with uh, Channel Massive or what? Um, well, wouldn't be too upset if he was. Kind of got tired of his complaining. So, all right. Anyway. Hopefully, Jim, you'll be back at some time. Enjoy the show. You guys are great. Thanks a lot. The nameless one may think he's done with us until he served the papers from our lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Derek, if you're still listening at all, I think you might want to send in something like explaining what the hell's going on for everyone. I think it'd be pretty funny too, actually. No, nah, I don't maybe even want to hear it. Maybe you could. <laughs> Jason's, no, Jason's already. Honestly, I, Jason's I, on I the side of Toaster. Honestly, in the beginning, and, and I, I, I did make this in the comments section of uh the podcast earlier when some other listeners pointed this out to us, you know, I, I didn't want to bash the guy too much. I was like, okay, whatever. You know, he, 
why he chose to go out the way he chose to go out was beyond me, but I'm not going to bash him too much because he was one of the very first uh, regular contributors to the show, and we really appreciated it. There's no ill will here at all. Well, that was now are you mad? Now you getting pissed off? (laughs) Well, I was like, okay, so, so so what that he sent his... You know, Sam ran over to shut up. We're talking. I, I really didn't care about it too much. I thought it was kind of pathetic and and funny. <laughs> but you know, I really wasn't going to bash on him too much. But then I found out that he was sending it to like all these other podcasts as well, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" So now, no, no, the it, we won't be hearing from the nameless one anymore, as far as I'm concerned. I, I really don't care to hear that. from him. <laughs> I can guarantee if you send us another one explaining yourself, Derek, somehow I will get it on the show for your voice to be heard, and we'll know what the hell's going on. Because there's, there's fear and confusion and uncertainty and doubt. All things I normally thrive on, but we probably ought to and know. he what can the do heck's... nothing without being watched by our army of spies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and hopefully Telstar, he'll find, uh, you know, an MMO that he can enjoy again. He, he mentioned he might go back to Wrath of the Lich King. It's not almost, Lich, right? it's Lich. Yeah. Anyway, thank, Sorry. thanks for I'm attempting a, I'm just going to mispronounce it every fucking time now. <laughs> You're going to mispronounce it? That's okay, I'll just keep saying Wayne's of Mariah. <laughs> Ouch! Uh, yeah, it seems to be kind of a common thread. A lot of people, you know, got pissed off at the hype from Warhammer. And, well, and, I think it's and they're either not it's that, playing it it's or Age of not... Conan. It's it's all of these games that have come out recently that have disappointed people. Starting in with Tony Lorenzo and on Tabula Rasa. Oh, seriously, you know, that with was me, disappointment. With me, it was it was Tabula Rasa and, and Age of Conan, and it, and as I've stated before, it's taken me a while to get into Warhammer. Yeah, because once you break Jason's heart. <laughs> it, he's very Intense. sensitive, and yeah, it, it takes a long takes time a long for him time to, to trust heal. another person. So, yeah, I get what you're saying there, uh, and uh, you know, hey, go ahead. There's nothing wrong with giving MMOs a rest for a while if you, if you want to, and go play some single player games on a on a console or especially on your PC. The yeah, especially games like that. Those are or we cheer. ultra fun. The Witcher. <laughs> say it. Great game. Shut really the fuck good game. up, Noah. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Which I haven't yet finished. I really ought to wrap that one up somehow. Sometime. Kill you. Kill you dead. Before the co-hosts kill each other, we'll move on to the final <laughs> voice submission. Which is... It is... Daniel. Who has written tons and tons of comments. Yeah, he's a great... Sent us we called him out. Out. He I has some kind of suave photo now attached to all of his comments on the website. Yes. He, Jason's updated his image as well, which is you, just kind of funny. Did you put your image yeah, in? I haven't ch- seen you that. You have to check me out, man. I got a new Gravatar. Yeah, totally. I have to. I have to follow the, the people. Excellent. Gravatars are fun. All right, let's check out Daniel's submission. Submit. Good morning, Channel Massive. With the dual departure of Jim and the Nameless One, I felt it was time to step in and be heard. Now, I haven't listened to the latest podcast yet, so I can't comment on that. But I can tell you that Channel Massive has steadily moved up on my listening list for the following reasons. The M-Team offers a good perspective on MMO gaming, and gaming in general provides a great base for discussion and debate. And when you think about it, what do gamers like almost as much as gaming? Of course, arguing about their games. 
In addition to the informative nature of the show, it's always funny. Usually damn funny. And nobody on the show takes themselves too seriously. Which, given the situation around the world and all the other podcasts out there about gaming and other topics, let's face it, it's a big relief. I'd like to see a regular portion of the show dedicated to one question that could be commented on and answered by both the M-Team and the listeners. You could call a segment something like, uh, I don't know, the massive mass of opinion. That's MMO for short. In any event, I'll be listening. So start thinking of some good questions, and I'll try and come up with some good answers. Later. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might recognize me from such podcasts as... Episode 50. Of that, was really good, that was a really good Tyler McClure uh, impersonation, I think. That was really cool. Do you think it was an impersonation? I don't know. No. It may have been, it may have been the one. He has a really nice voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unlike us, he has a voice for radio. He almost sounds like he's professional. <laughs> yeah, we were wondering, we're familiar Daniel, with that. <laughs> when we get around to episode 100, can we borrow your skills? <laughs> yeah, we MC? might. We might. It's a big commitment, but if you uh, if you're still around and listening to us and things, if work we don't out, piss them off too much by then, doesn't run off to the compound that Jake yeah. and Jim have gone to. <laughs> <laughs> We've buried them, their bodies, parts of their bodies in various locations. No, but we do like <laughs> the idea. We'd like to. We'd like to kind of roll with this idea of a uh, of a uh, massively, massively mess of, of, opinions. of an opinion. <laughs> mess of a mess of. So a what mess. I think we'll do is we'll we'll go ahead and what we want to do is we're going to post a, a question on the website every week. Mondays probably. Uh, probably on Monday, and mm. you guys can comment on it in the comments section or, or send us an email or a Skype mail or. MP3, Ogvorbis. No one has yet sent an Ogvorbis. I know. It's just fine by me. <laughs> Although I think Daniel threatened I keep me. requesting one, but yeah. I don't know why it never happens. Yeah, uh, you'll let you convert it, too. But yeah, sure. we can... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we'll just submit a, a question for the week, and and we'll just take it from there. We'll, we'll see how this works. Thanks for your kind words. I think it was way. a great idea. Thanks for the... Uh, yeah. Suggestion, Daniel. Hell yeah, we'll add it to the show. We hope to hear from you again. Now it's time for the Week in Gaming! Oh my god! <laughs> hey, lady! What's first on the agenda? Well, we have a state of the game address from Mark Jacobs. He used to do this uh, during the Dark Age of Camelot days, and and now this is the first state of the game for Warhammer Online. Uh, so... Basically, what these entail is they break down features that they plan on addressing and and stuff that they plan on improving um, over the next month or so. Uh, He says, War is doing fabulously. We are one of, if not the, fastest-selling MMORPGs out on the blocks. 
We're also one of the most highly rated MMORPGs of all time. While the game is off to a great start, we still have a long way to go before we can declare Warhammer a major long-term success. That success will only come by being focused on making great games even better. How are we going to accomplish this begins with our first major patch. 1.1. Which is 1.1. Uh, which is, of course, the subject of the state of the game. Uh, so what they're going to do is they're going to add uh, two of the classes that they had uh, removed uh, before they launched. They're going to add the Blackguard class, which is uh, the Dark Elf tank. Yay, I plan to try that one. And they're also going to add the Knight of the Blazing Sun, which is the Empire tank. So two Yay, two tanking classes will be going <laughs> in. Because um, I'm a dork. With 1.1. This is two of the four classes that they previously removed. Exactly, exactly. Most Remember, everyone really wants to know where the hell the choppa is. Well, <clears throat> to be honest, that's... and one announcement was, yeah, it was made. Yeah, kind of interesting that they said about the. He said, "Did he? Did I understand right that he said they might bring it in and get rid of a different class?" Well, to yeah, this the, one? that's one of the interesting bits out of all of this is that one of the apparently one of the cut classes is gone for good. Uh, a lot of people are guessing that that's going to be the uh, hammer, the dwarven hammer class will probably be the one that gets removed. DPS and they'll well, but then they're going to replace that with another DPS melee character called the Slayer, uh, which is a dwarf berserker type class. That's the rumor that's going around now. A lot of speculation there. Mm. Um, People are thinking that yeah, the orc chopper is probably going to be the the class that comes back, you know, whenever they decide right. to go they ahead and do that. They want to balance it with something on the on the stunty side, right? Because they've done, effectively counterbalanced this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would that. So that's sense. something to look forward to there for for any Warhammer fans who wanted to see the 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 Slayer class maybe come in. That, that's that's a heavy rumor. I'm not going to confirm it. Nor deny it. Nor deny it, but. You know that's some of the some of the talk that's been going out there. Uh, they're also going to be vamping their mail and chat systems. Oh, apparently. that could use some love. Oh my God, isn't mail so incredibly slow? And, I mean, they've improved it. I'll, I'll admit they have improved it over the past few yeah. weeks, um, but it's not anywhere near where it needs to be. I think in his state of the game, though, he said that it's that it is nearly. Well, it's it's nearly there, but there it it does need some work. So they're saying, yeah, um, no, there's a lag. mail system worked well in beta. Has been straining to keep up with the heavy demand placed on it. It's functional and it works, but it can also be slow and cumbersome to use. And trust me, man, I when I have that, I pre-ordered, so I got those three items uh, that you can get from the mail anytime you want. There's like that camp thing you get, yeah, the and then there's camp. the title that you get. There's the ring. There's like a ring. Yeah, you like can a get plus one ring of everything. All that stuff. It takes forever to get those items out of your mailbox. No, I did an auction like last week, and I got the mails from it all at once. I got them like Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they all were bought, uh-huh. so it's not like they all timed out and then it mailed. They right. everything was one one out of like nine auctions was was 
you know, purchased. So <laughs> I was like, what happened? And then some p- people had emailed me, in-game mailed me, and those all came through. And I was like, who the hell are these people? What is this from? It's like I didn't get mail from, you know, the beginning until just now. Right. So that'll be good to fix. So hopefully they'll get that hammered out. Item links. Item linkage in the chat, good. which will be cool. Uh, uh, overall performance, as far as, you know, a lot of, some people are having problems with some crash-to-desktop issues and that kind of thing, but I haven't had any I've problems with it. In fact, I think some a lot of the memory leaks have been fixed. Yeah, I think I've been able to play the game and not have any slowdowns for quite a while now. Yeah. And I, I put in a pretty long playing session where I played for about three hours straight, and it seemed to work fine. Yeah, I've never had to me. reboot to make the client behave or anything. So anyway, that's going to be good for people. Um, yeah. Another thing is the um, RVR gear drops. Uh, they're they're going to improve those. They're going to increase the drop rates on them, and uh, they're going to implement a realm versus realm influence system to complement the current player versus everything influence system. Um, they'll also give them. They're going to give us more incentive to engage in open realm versus realm, which they've announced as well. They're going to boost the experience by a hundred percent. That's pretty good. So that's that's something that's been long overdue. It's going to encourage people to get out of the scenarios, essentially, and say, "Hey, we're more about the open RVR. This is where we want you. You're going to gain more experience and have more fun doing this." So you may as well do that as opposed to hanging your head in the battlegrounds all day long, which eventually is going to get boring because you're going to play the same scenarios over and over and over again. So I, I dig that. Um, I think Even one other thing they said is they're, they're going to do some free server transfers, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, they said the last few weeks the team has been implementing a transfer system to allow both players and guilds to move between servers. Um, they say, and he goes on to say, I'm happy to say that starting next week we we will begin public testing of the service, and if this goes well, we will be able to offer it free to our players for a limited time, either next week or the week after that. So free server transfers. Well, what I like is the... Yeah, you know, that, that's pretty cool. He did mention at the beginning that it was one of the most successful or smoothest launches, mm-hmm. and it was, and one of the things that they did was they had this, I guess with whoever they've gone with for their hosting or whatever, they had like this cool server cloning thing, and so unlike other ones where you'd get your character started and then they'd say, oh, this server's totally full of people, and now you're going to, we'll incentivize you by saying, please do it. <laughs> and there won't well, be and they actually have done that by they, 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 adding experience well, bonuses yeah, if you decide to roll also, destruction or order on depending on what server yeah, you're playing. To even out the sides, they've, they'll give you experience bonuses to play the opposite faction. But then when they clone the servers, they clone the characters that were on them too. So when you'd go to the new server that they wanted you to go to, you would actually have your character there as opposed to having to start a brand new one, which is a much better option. Than yeah, no, I've never I seen anyone do tolerate. And they, start something new. and they said they could clone a server in like a very short time span too, which was unique as well. So they didn't have any provisioning issues. So it looks like there, you know, a lot of improvements are going to be coming down the pipe very soon. Oh yeah, they um, said. Uh, they said. Um, let's see, fourteen what? entirely new quest chains and two new layers. Mm-hmm. 
And more Toma unlocks for Jason. Oh yeah, gotta have those. Gotta have those achievements. I'm finding I really dig the quest chains. That wasn't something I had even anticipated. Those are pretty cool. That's good. Sounds and good. if you actually read some of the quest text, it makes sense. Kind of makes sense. Lore. What is it good for? All right, moving on. <laughs> Kept MMO development secret, at least of this year, is finally <laughs> out of the bag. The Old Republic is being developed by BioWare for EA and LucasArts. What the hell? I didn't see this coming. Me neither. I thought it was THX 1138. I thought it was Howard the Duck, the MMO of death. Or American Graffiti. Well, American Graffiti would have made for a compelling story. Well, yeah, because, like, <laughs> and it did the, have the one guy's, support. like, driving around trying to find the... Who played that girl in American Graffiti? Was it, uh... Laura? She was hot, though, at the time. Well, anyway. That character would later be developed into Princess Leia. Anyway. Anyway, we all know now that it's Star Wars The Old Republic, and most important is we have a new acronym. TOR. It's not KOTOR anymore. It's what TOR? It's just TOR. Hmm, TOR. Or we can say SW-TOR. I don't know. We'll have to figure that one out. Swarter. So Tor. what Bioware says that they're doing that is innovative in their MMO as compared to all others is, is they're that... making an MMO with a story. A story? <laughs> Who'd have Because no other MMOs want to have a story in None it. None have yeah, tried don't. that before. No. And failed and died. And they don't have Flintstones combat. They have real combat that's like it in the movies. Flintstone so combat? Your character feels like they're truly heroic. They're not just doing something they're not with a group of people bashing down one particular boss monster all at the same time they have the odds stacked against them they're going up against something that's a true challenge and that's what you're going to get to experience and plus you're going to have companion characters a companion cube so they're doing it kind of like how uh, I think EverQuest and EverQuest 2 they've introduced mercenaries something like that and Guild Guild Wars Wars has that in it too I think even D&D Online has a... Uh... Oh, really? But from Bioware's perspective, this is a brand new concept. Well, back when they on. originally thought of it, it might have been... <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know what they did is in, their, in Knights of the Old Republic... Yeah, and, that was cool. And Knights of the Old Republic 2, you had the option to pick a uh, companion char- character that, you know, based on whatever abilities you wanted to to use, you know, they had like yeah. the... You know that one crazy evil robot. HK. Yeah, that was 47. that was like the coolest. Love that guy. Coolest character he of all time. He was just as good as Minks from Baldur's Gate. That's true. I love that guy. That that was a really good character Meat to have Max. around there. Yeah, I loved him. Loved him. So with these companion characters, it's not like you have a slew of four friends following you all around. They're more advanced than a pet, but you have a whole cadre of people that you can collect. Throughout your mm. trip, and you a can choose cadre. a single one of them. 
to be with you at any given time. So if you were to team up with a group of people that's cool. to go through a mission, everybody has only one companion with them, even if mm-hmm. they may have like actually so five if, or six. if you have a 36 multi-box rig, you'll effectively have 72 <laughs> characters, which will be <laughs> That would be scary. That's Not that true. I am that guy, nor is there a secret room in the basement that you haven't yet seen. Mm. <laughs> that's why you've been cleaning stuff up. hypothetically. And unlike Star Wars Galaxies, apparently you can start out right away as a Sith Lord or a Jedi. Or a dancer. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm your private dancer. Dancer for oh, you money. Look like you're so, Do you're what so you worn want out, me beat to up from do. Those battles. Let me soothe you and help you regain valued energies that you will need to press forward. Dude, you can't bash on that, though, because so many people loved playing that dancer entertainer. Entertainer, that's type, the man. Yeah. They just I'm the entertainer. It. I always think of that chick on. Um, oh, what is Why can't I think of any words tonight? The words have all gone away. Desperate Housewives, the the red haired lady who's like the perfect hostess, Brie. Yeah, when I think of entertainers, I think I of can't her. believe you guys <laughs> actually are talking about Desperate Housewives. It's the greatest show in the it's world, awesome. man. It's hilarious. It's totally addictive. Anyway, sorry. O-M-F-G. <laughs> we'll see how you act when you get addicted to We Cheer. Yeah. Just a few weeks. <laughs> we Cheer. <laughs> You'll give out a We Cheer. Okay. <laughs> what other features are, are being boasted in this new MMO, Noah? Well, I think what something else that might be interesting to talk about is just the visual style. The visual style of, these, of this new Old Republic game. It's at <laughs> 300 old. years... After the last Old Republic game, so it's still and there, very there much isn't the same gonna time be period. A, there isn't going to be a Knights of the Old Republic three, according to Bioware. This no. is this is where they're leading their. This is the they say this is Knights of the Old Republic three, four, now. five, and six all together, right. and then beyond. Then it has more content than Any all their games other put together. Game they've ever made. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty incredible. All the story, everything that you can experience. Something that I think is really interesting is. This game doesn't follow the artistic style of their previous Knights of the Old Republic games. It's actually much more colorful, uh, almost Disney-esque cartoony. And my first impression of it was, this is what Kotar looks like as designed by Blizzard's WoW staff. Yeah, Maybe. you know, I, I, I'm really excited about the game and the conviction of the, the group, but I don't find the art style or Star Wars very appealing. It's, weird, it's It kind of reminds me of the whole debate that people had over Diablo 3 when Diablo 3 had colors added and rainbows and all these hideous graphics. And I didn't mind elements. that. And, and actually, when you that really... didn't bother me. It didn't stick out to me. When you like see it in context, like, if you see still shots, and if you're a freakish devotee of Diablo and Diablo 2, you might panic. But when you see it moving, when you see the action of Diablo 3, it, it, it's very dark. It's, right. It's just... I think you'll actually be able to differentiate characters a little better. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's what it's all about. And it's a 3D engine from an isometric point of view as opposed to a you know, 2D engine basically. I mean, it's it's <laughs> going to have a lot more resolution than 800 by 600, so but but so yeah, I mean, I agree with your point though. It, but I I don't I don't really I'm I'm how, what do you guys think like, across the table? What what well, just looking at some some at of the conceptual artwork and the conceptual art's one thing, but the screenshots. Stuff, I don't. Ugh. Eh, I don't know. I mean, it, it. 
We'll just have to see. We'll it's, have to see how like, it plays if you're out. Gonna, if you're going to hyper-stylize and go cartoonish, you need to be bold about it, but it's very conservative to me. Well, maybe. I mean, like again, these are just out. early. These are early screenshots. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I will never. I will. I will speak no more of it. <laughs> it's ex- no. I'm just joking. No, I. I just an observation. And and and, an, and another thing. It looks like that has scared. to be taken consi- taken into consideration is that this is Bioware. Yeah. Well, Bioware. I love Bioware. Just like Blizzard before it has never released a horrible game ever. Every game they've released has been spot on, really cool, really fun. Um, you, know, you can't really argue with their success too much, right? That's true. No, I, <laughs> I mean, who are you talking to? Yeah, Actually, exactly. <laughs> their Sonic RPG for the DS that they just released is kind of crappy. Well, it's kind of their first big stumble. Come but it's on, outside of it's their a DS. Experience. I understand they had an NES. DS has a lot of cool bad. games on it, Back and Sega had full faith that. If anybody was going to make an RPG for them about Sonic, of all things, right. Bioware would be the ones to do a good job, and they kind of fumbled it. So they don't have a flawless record, and there was people that had issues with a lot of things in Mass Effect as well. While generally it was received pretty well, there were some significant flaws in that game as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they have tons of people working on this and everything, and it could be great, and I think what's laughable is that Star Wars Galaxies apparently is still going to continue on and still get support. No, it won't. Side by side. I don't think there's going to be many p- people left. That's, That's never stopped us line. before. All three of them I really will don't. still be able to play Seriously, on their three like, separate okay, realms. You want to play this <laughs> game that's been radically transformed over the years to... No, I mean, okay. Something that you don't want to play very often anymore. and Realistically, you're absolutely right. But SOE is going to continue support for it until the bitter end. Probably. I just, I, I, think, I think it's kind of funny how they, they were like, like, yes, we will still support Star Wars Galaxy. Milk it, milk it, milk it. <laughs> Yeah, as the, who was this person? Tim Nichols, who is from... LucasArts. LucasArts, I believe. He says, we've learned how important it is to listen to your community and act on that <laughs> Only now, in the end, do you understand. Maybe the entertainer will be the unlockable class on this one. <laughs> After you get your Jedi maxed out, you will finally be able to unlock the true potential. We see no reason why the two games can't exist together. I think some, concern, some concerns out there are that the Jedi and the and the Sith uh, equivalent will be too overpowered, and why would you want to play anything else? Yeah, I don't don't know why you don't. And maybe play that's else. part of the core construct of the game. They haven't really gone into detail about starting as a Jedi or. A you Sith know, me personally, personally, I like the whole bounty hunter or the um, smuggler Han well, Solo type. As you know, I've always said that my ideal character class to play would be the Death Star giant laser operator. <laughs> there is no Death Star in this. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that is the most imbalanced character of all. Can kill like millions, it's true. You can just kill a planet in one fell swoop. But there won't be a Death Star. Damn it. Yeah, although this game, unlike Kotar, is about genuine Sith Lords. Yeah. They have come back into prominence, and that's what allows this conflict to occur. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd love to play a Sith Lord, but 
my heart is with like a Han Solo type character. Maybe it could be an evil Han Solo with a goatee. <laughs> it could be a companion mirror, character. mirror universe Han Solo. Yeah. It could be like all like, yeah, I stole your shit. What are you going to do about it, Vito? <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk all mumbo jumbo on here. I'll shoot, shoot first, you. damn it. <laughs> Freeze me in Carbonite. Yeah. Bastards. I don't know. I, I, I hope that they, they do understand that problem that could occur. I'm sure they're thinking about it. Well, you don't, you don't start directly out as a pure Sith or Jedi in the Kotar games, do you? No, it's no, an evolution. Well, it's like a moral choice. Like, I might be special. I might be special, much like Siler on Heroes. And then eventually you realize you are special, and then you start because you there's these like three like diminutive versions of the Guardian and or whatever all the different variations of the Jedi are, and eventually you. Those are replaced with your Jedi class, and you kind of continue on along if you're going to be defensive. What if they could make like a like different Jedi classes, like they did in, in the Knights of the Old Republic series, where yeah, know, one three. one was a tank kind of, and another was more of a scout type character, and, and one's like a whatever the Emperor is. I mean, I'm sure age. that they could address those kind of things with the maybe like a talent tree or something like that. Spec tree. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll do that. Everybody has to have spec trees now. That's just a gimme. Because <laughs> we can't think of anything else. <laughs> nope. nope. We're Mavericks. Maverick. We're going to get all Mavericky on November 4th. <laughs> uh, anyway, it should be interesting. A lot of new... Yeah, this, yeah, this, is, this is out. now the new most... It'll be the new most overhyped... MMO of all time. If you if you like, it, it's taken the place of anything else that's out there. Pretty much. Oh yeah, it'll be overhyped. Yeah, it, it, uh, something to overturn yeah, Wild's dominance. Honestly, it's it's going to be the most overhyped uh, game out there, as well as it probably should be, because you know it is Bioware. It is Star Wars. It's the Star Wars IP. And it's the and it's got Old the backing Republic, of EA, and it's got the backing of EA. So, do you ever wonder though? Prepare why, yourselves. Why their technology just ground to a halt? Is that like as advanced as you can get technologically? Because like you would think if they have that's robots, what I'm talking about. Three thousand <laughs> years difference, yeah. and it's like the exact same society. Everything's the same. It's just you know the stormtroopers look different. It's so they're ridiculous. like called like. Republic Guard or whatever. That's but. my biggest issue with the Kotar world is because Oot. of all these canon neurotic people, the only place that they could yeah. logically put their game was 3,000 years in the past, and yet everything's exactly the same. Yeah. It's like, well, shouldn't you not have starships or robots? or They should be, be transporting like, by the time the movies come they out. They should be like, yeah, they should. Like Star Trek technology, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. But yeah. even in the early Star Trek days, they didn't have transport. Porter technology or replicators. This came a little later, man. Yeah. Get, get up yeah, with yeah. your trend and the, lore. And the Star Only Trek lore is 100 years. It's like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like a 300 year span, I think, or so. And there's big advancements where not as big as they would would actually be, but in this 3,000 years and they still have the exact same stuff. Yeah. Did like something bad happen? I, I don't mean, know, same man. clothing, same technology. It'll me this. Star they can Wars know it all around space and everything, but that technology never gets any bigger. Yeah, 
And by then, they should have, like, ascended into pure energy or something. <laughs> <laughs> they are the lightsabers. Just a bunch of floating lightsabers yeah. everywhere. Oh, boy. All right, moving on. This debate's on. gone downhill. <laughs> Richard Bartle um, made a note that this week they celebrated the 30th birthday of the mud. Not mud wrestling. It was a quiet celebration. It was, and he laments the fact. He really does. He he huh? got kind of depressed about it. He, he, he claims that he's not really whining about this, but you wouldn't know by reading his blog... That he's not whining. That he's not whining. So, in other words, he's he realized he whined, went up to the top, wrote a brief sentence in a paragraph. Yeah, he said, This anniversary has been reached without causing a ripple of interest. There are no articles in newspapers, no radio interviews, no podcasts, no blogs. We're podcasting right now. The only people who have noticed are the players of Mud 2. In yesterday's mud meat. Yeah. Mm, mud meat. Why is this so? Well, the mainstream media have no interest in anything but the new. That's why they call them newspapers. Nyak, 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 nyak. Yeah, I've got news for him. <laughs> Nobody reads newspapers anymore, except our parents. <laughs> oh, I read a newspaper every once in a while. Really? Do you, online. Do you read it in your Buick, Buick convertible? Yeah, that's what I mean. Everybody reads it yeah. online. I mean, there's no... Uh, he goes on to say, computer games are new. Virtual new, virtual worlds are newer. Newer. And a reminder that they were invented 30 years ago doesn't sit well with the narrative. That's if they're aware of the history at all, of course. A quick trip to a Wikipedia entry for MMORPG will find one reference to the mud. Uh, you're a journalist in a hurry. You read that Wikipedia entry and you think all today's MMORPGs descend from Maze War and the Play-Doh games. What, what, what? They don't? You wouldn't even spot the date 1978, let alone think, ooh, 30 years ago, this year. Uh, it goes on to say, as for the game's industry, well, some old-timers know the history of MMOs and whence they came, but most of today's developers haven't a clue, nor do they feel the need to get one. They can always reinvent anything they need, and so they see no reason to know why things are the way they are, just that they are the way they are. The ones coming out of college know all about Pong and Atari, but MMOs are just niche insofar as history goes. Also, they were unfashionably invented in the UK, not the USA or Japan, so it doesn't fit well into a timeline. And when they put, and when they are put into their own timeline, Mud's entry comes fiftieth in the list. And a historian from the future would go away thinking Empire was the progenitor of MMOs. Hmm. 
He sounds pretty depressed. He does sound a little bit bitter, and, and he does. He claims that he's not whining. Claims he's not whining during this post, but really he is. And I wonder how much of it is like, there's no interviews. Yeah, no, those newspapers he, talking I, to me. He goes Why was on I to not say, perpetuating my celebrity don't status. Don't get me wrong. I love Richard Bartle. It's just, dude. He says, the players will I occasionally ask those I meet in world if they know its development and history. Few World of Warcraft or Lord of the Rings Online players are even able to cite EverQuest as an influence. Although occasionally someone will have a stab at, quote-unquote, ultimate online. Ultimate online. Yeah. <laughs> even with the graphical worlds of ten years ago forgotten, what hope do their textual precursors have? Older players have sometimes played MUDs and recognized the connection between today's graphical worlds and the text worlds of yore, but that doesn't mean they know which one started it all off, either. Few do. Anyway, he goes on and blah, 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 and wonders if anything, you know, you know, wonder if it, if it really matters all in the grand scheme of things, whether we remember MUDs or whether they even existed to begin with, probably. I don't oh, know. Introspective. So, uh -uh. I don't know. I mean, I, I think I played some muds back in the day. I played muds. I, I know you. I, oh man, I know you were hardcore into the Wheel of Time mud. Yeah, the Creator's Shadow there. was a yeah. great mud. Me and my Australian buddies, who were up late, or I was up late. That was. You know, I don't think fun, anybody but... denies that that the mud had a a huge influence. Over gaming, I I I don't. I I think it was pretty huge, actually. Yeah, it's still there. Wow, is the ultimate mud right now? Mm-hmm. It's the same mechanics, just a snazzy interface. But yeah, I think he's. A little... No, and does it deserve a little more press than it's getting? Yeah, maybe. Not really. I don't think. I mean, in gamer game journals, like you know, like Gamma Sutra and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. But like. Mainstream mainstream media, media? that'd be like going and talking to the original inventors of Pong on the anniversary of the release of Pong. Well, I can think of it like technology. In? You know, it's like lamenting nobody talks about records anymore, and it was <laughs> nobody the talks about vinyl anymore. Anniversary man. of the records, nobody knows what the records are. You know, nobody knows nobody knows about the eight tracks anymore, man. And this is obviously a personal issue for yeah. him. And, you know, it'd be different if he were long gone and dead and stuff like that, and he's not. And he has a lot of relevant opinions about it. So I understand his point of view, but it's hard to make this point without sounding like it's yeah. a pity party. What What about the anniversary Where's of the my creation interview? of the first audio book? my timeline, you know? Yeah. And I, he almost goes to imply that if people knew what a mud was, then they'd be incredibly well knowledge about knowledgeable about the entire timeline of MMO development and they'd correctly refer think, to games by their names and it's just I think he might be missing a, a bigger issue here is is where you know, what have we learned over the past thirty years? Not much. But that's usually his big point. But he doesn't make that point. Yeah. But article. I mean usually he harps on that like why aren't we farther along? <laughs> Well, no, you know, seriously. Yeah. I, he, well, he makes he does make this. He says virtual worlds will, I believe, finally reach their potential, but they haven't yet. You know, it's thirty years later. So, what what lessons have we learned in the past thirty years? 
I think that's a, an even better question. Yeah. Yeah, it's a then why then why nobody's talking about it? Well, certainly millions of people now know about them when five years ago they didn't. Hmm. Well, it's almost implied in his article that all modern day games are exactly the same as MUDs were. They're just graphical. Yeah, that's I don't know about so it's that. Like, though. To him, it's like nothing has changed. It's the same. I don't know about that. I think there's been a lot that's changed. I might have to reflect on that in a future blog sometime. And that's just my interpretation. Well, I think that's that's a the point lines. Very, well, anyway, kind of a... <gasps> we hate to end this, Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. If you're playing the drinking game, now would be a good time. Happy birthday... <laughs> Come here, Richard Bartle, sit on Jason's Mud. lap. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. And many more. Live. This is what's called Mississippi Quake. Or does it? <laughs> Tell us about the blogosteria this week, Jason. Well, Nostradamus. L- last Nostra week, Jasonus. you may recall that I, <laughs> I went out on a limb. I, I thought I was going to predict a, a blogosteria event, event before it even happened. Yes. And I, I was so positive. I was so positive that, that this would just blow up to epic proportions. And it kind of did. blown up. But it was more it was more from the side of the developers themselves as opposed to the blogosphere. Yeah, so it's I guess developosteria. It was really a developosteria. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we can like create a whole new category if this continues. I don't know. We should send um Jacobs an achievement badge. Well, I mean, actually, <laughs> the the pwned by a developer Dev, badge. Yeah. yeah, we could send it to both of them. I think it would probably be appropriate for both of them. Yeah, maybe. To be honest with you, but as far as the whole blogosphere was concerned, they didn't treat it with the hot dev on dev action. With the with yeah with the hot with the hot dev on dev action like I thought they would. There were a few few new posts on it. The the first post, of course, that I mentioned in the previous episode was by Lum the Mad off of his Broken Toys blog uh, which we're pr- you're probably familiar with already uh, a couple of other bloggers didn't let me down they didn't let me down, they chimed in on this uh, Wall of Text uh, is one of the blogs and they said uh, Mark Jacobs is thinking of quitting World of Warcraft because of the new achievement system <laughs> of course he's being a smart ass there can I have your stuff um you know, he goes on he says I believe such statements from Blizzard were calculated and intentional and maybe I shouldn't be so confused by Jeff's statements it's like a political battle now between these two companies where every move must be calculated and analyzed 
at stake are millions of gaming dollars, people. I think it's no accident that stories like this have surfaced right around the time that a free month for Warhammer players is over. It makes perfect sense that leaking out information like this, true or not, would benefit Blizzard by shaking the confidence of some of its former players just in time for them to come back into World of Warcraft and try out its latest patch. Patch, I think that's what they're calling Wrath of the Lich King. Well, oh, no, 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 no. There was a they, big patch. There, oh, there, was, there, there was a big patch okay. that came out before that, which added most of the features, except for the, the new areas and the stuff badges, like that. The retractive badge system, a whole bunch of crap. Yeah. And everybody got a reset, which was like a... Like a respec? tree respec, yeah. yeah. Um, broke And And this stuff. is, you know, it's a competition, um, and why... You know, why Blizzard has kind of chosen this path is, I don't know, it's kind of interesting because I've never thought that, I've I've never been a fan of gaming companies talking shit about other gaming companies. No, it's like... uh, And I think, well, and plus I think everybody's been used to... But but on the other hand, I think people have been used to the whole, well, we respect World of Warcraft and everything the Blizzard's done, or we respect, you know, Sony Online Entertainment and what they've done with EverQuest and EverQuest 2 and blah, 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 and everybody's nice, and they're all just one big happy MMO development family where they all compliment each other and say nice things. Well, secretly and, thinking, ah, the game's going to Yeah, take. exactly, while, <laughs> while thinking all this other shit and... And so now that that somebody's finally spoken their mind about things and the gloves are kind of off, well, you know, there you have it. You know, they're they're starting it's a war now, you know. Finally there's gonna be war in Warcraft. <laughs> uh Sin Cain, of course. I can always count on Sin Cain from hardcore casual to to chime in on something that I think is gonna be a Blogosteria event. And he didn't let me down. So so thank you, Sin Kane. I appreciate it. Uh he says to borrow a quote, shit just got real <laughs> And I love it because he, he does this in the same way that he, he did on another Blogosteria post uh, a couple weeks back where he takes the quotes from, from Blizzard and from Mythic and he adds his own Yeah, little, he did a great narrative there. Yeah, he did a really good narrative. He says, I tried to get into the Warhammer beta, but I didn't try to sneak in, said Kaplan with a laugh. And then he says in parentheses, a laugh because he's not part of Blizzard's big, biggest department, the Center for Game Design Borrowing. <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, he also says, uh, Kaplan explained that he and Barnett became such good friends that he invited him to Blizzard's offices several times. And then he adds a little comment. How else can we fix Warsong Gulch stalemates and give <laughs> and give <laughs> and give AV yet another unsuccessful remake? Yeah, which of AV. course we all know has been If he's like the Star Wars NGE of It really is, grounds. man. That thing has been gone that's gone through so many different iterations. Which I've ever liked. Um Another funny comment. I asked Kaplan why he thought he and other Blizzard employees weren't allowed into the Warhammer beta. That's a great question, he asked. And then 
Sincane's comments. Ha ha, yes! Great question, Captain Obvious. I wonder why you would want to keep features that sell your game away from the developer who has made a business out of copying other products. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty well done. Yeah, so yeah, it was pretty well done. That was a fun post to... Very fun post to read. Um, uh, and it kind of went on and on. There were a couple other blogs out there, but it didn't reach that blogosteria... Um, mania that I had hoped and prayed for. I, I, I failed in this prediction, and I, I apologize for that. Maybe they're saving their best for next week's episode. Maybe, maybe. But the the one person that didn't let me down was Mark Jacobs himself, who... Went off. Went off on said, various... This one's for you, Jason. Yeah, he went off on various interviews and, and uh, some postings. Unofficial forum posts. In unofficial forums, which <laughs> that's really the only way Mythic is uh, communicating with, with the Warhammer community these days. Uh, so he comes out to say, and this comes uh, via the F13 forums, F F13.net. The hidden key. He says, so let me get this straight. <laughs> I've got the COO of, an, of a major competitor saying these things that make it look like half of our players have left, which is ridiculously untrue. Talks about our European launch being bad. Oh, yeah, Wars, War, I mean, sorry, World of Warcraft's launch in the North American and Europe was flawless, right? While his game director spins bullshit about how the way Blizzard runs its beta shows its confidence in the game, forgetting, of course, the large internal alpha with paid employees and the game goes through, and only then has a short public beta, while our beta, which has a general public in it for years, shows our lack of confidence. Then he goes on to say that he's thinking of quitting our game, and by inference, saying that other players might want to as well. Saying he's like at level 13 and leveling too slowly or Yeah, something. I know. It's like, it's like he hasn't even so played your, half your the game, game yet. requires the game to actually start at 70, but at level 13, you've seen it all and you're tired and you're not leveling nearly fast enough. Anyways, you can tell which side I'm on in this. He one. says he has, a <laughs> yeah. he has a choice of responding. He says, I have the following choices. Number one, say nothing. Of course, by saying nothing, I validate Paul's uh, comments about our numbers, and the internet would have been full of, Blizzard must be right, no response from Mythic, and I would have to explain to Electronic Arts why I didn't respond, which I have in a follow-up interview with Game Industry, which we'll get to in a little bit. In terms of Kaplan's comments, sure, I could have said nothing about them, but again, people would have wondered why I said nothing. Two, I could have come out with guns blazing! By doing so, I expected to get slammed in certain places, no surprise, but at least I get to respond. Of course, the only comments I made were on the vault, which of course is the vault network, the main, IGN's. main home of mm -hmm. the Warhammer forums. He says, uh, the comments I made were to the vault and to the reporter when she called up and asked if I wanted to comment. I did not post anything on my blog, didn't go all over the internet posting the same stuff, but simply responded to a thread on the one place where I'm spending my time right now. Or three, come out a bit more gently, possibly, 
but I'm sorry. I care about my game, and since I do admit when we screw up or something isn't working, I also feel like I have the right to defend myself. If I let a community manager or a PR person do that, places like this would, of course, be saying, well, that's just PR flack or a community manager doing his or her job, and probably the same line about it being true, because after all, if it wasn't true, why would they send the poor community manager or PR guy out there to take the heat? You know, so he's obviously pretty cheesed well, it's at this point. Just kind of like dirty pool. It they is. have this gentleman's agreement to share, you know, to, to come visit each other's offices, to share beta keys, to, to probably try not to descend to that level. But then, now the gloves are off, and baby. And Kaplan just, I mean, that's just like so, like they talk about calculating, but... Mark Jacobs, to me, seems more um, sincere and unchecked, especially with the frequencies he posts. No, he's totally unchecked. I don't think he's I trying. Mean, he, he's there's no been, doubt about that yeah. he's like... But the Kaplan thing just seems like, it's like, wow, did the marketing department... Is it like, is watching all of the negative um, campaigning going on, like, affecting <laughs> the Blizzard guys right now, where they're like, yeah, Well, let we me tell you something about Mark this. Jacobs. Mark Jacobs has been involved with a known terrorist for all these years. <laughs> Mark Jacobs is my best friend. He also supports all these uh, crazy tax initiatives. That one. Mark, Mark Jacobs is my yeah, friend. And he's that one, exactly. He's no. been my friend for a long one. time, and I'd take a bullet for him, but we cannot let his game gain any more prominence than it already has. Has. We must destroy his game. It is. It's we must hilarious. Walk away it's, from it's his really game no. It's, it's really no better than what the politicians are doing no, right now. It's a dirty pool, man. It's election. like you know, you look to these guys to be, especially the positions they're in and the success they've enjoyed. You look to them to kind of lead by example and to you know keep it, keep it. I don't know. Clean. Keep it honest. Have some integrity, and that's just that's annoying. It's like reminds me of the John Romero days with Daikatana. Oh, god! This game is gonna kick your ass, or whatever the hell his slogan was. Or, that, I don't know. Just It's really unnerving, especially being, like, Blizzard's number one fanboy, you know? I mean, I'm like the, uh... I'm the, I'm the syndrome of Blizzard, you know? I'm their number one fan, but yeah. that's just... That's... It's been getting really... It's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous, I think, and I... It's unfortunate... Yeah. Well, but I think it's good at the same time so, because it's it's which, just so funny that do you say do you believe that by predicting the blogosteria and by observing it closely Well, here's my spin on this. I'm going to spin the, this like like a Republican uh campaign manager would do. I I think by trying to predict the blogosteria this week, I actually helped avert it. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So so there you go. I mean, I I did my duty for this country. You threw yourself in the line of fire. I did. I think any side of the political spectrum would try that <laughs> shit. I don't think it's just right or left. I think they all pull that crap out of their butts. It's pretty good. Well, thank you, Jason, for, anyway, for avoiding well, another yes. catastrophic blog of I know. Although a, a devastaria apparently is well in the under. It is. I, I, I think we may have come across a new... Uh, a new frontier that we haven't explored yet, which is alternate a, I fully expected like Heartless to come out with a like an in-game video of him marching his uh, 
his level 70 WoW character like off a cliff repeatedly. Heartless has been silent, man. He's, He's been, been pretty silent, silent lately. Yeah. He must be enjoying war, his ultimate No, actually, I think one of the country. posts I read from him kind of was saying, well, you know, war isn't for everybody. Yeah, he's talking about the um, alleged super drop in numbers. Yeah. So, Have you noticed a super drop in numbers? No, but... Not really. Basically, they just... I don't know where it came from, but they're saying 750,000 numbers show uh, X-Fire, that... yeah, X-Fire. Oh, not that again. So, yeah. as we all know, X-Fire is the most reliable source in... Video game demographics. It's like Alexa is of website traffic. Yeah, I mean there there might be something to it, but I think it's probably just people uninstalling X. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, holy crap, this is really clunky and is interfering with everything. I'm just going to uninstall this. Uh, Channel Massive is no longer sponsored by X. Fire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but well, thanks for avoiding another blogsteria, Jason. Yes. <laughs> Just imagine the love boat theme for this. Now I'm going to imagine Brent. <laughs> oh, later on about us. Brent? <laughs> that was episode 64 of Channel Massive. We hope you enjoyed the show. Wow. If you'd like to. So exciting. Show, Thank you, Noah. Thank you, robotic Noah. At showmail. <laughs> what? At showmail? No. We don't have any showmails here. Email at mail at Or send us a voice recording. At mail at channelmaster.com. M-A-I-L. Leave a voicemail at channel.massive.com. <laughs> Get the words All out together Noah. now. <laughs> Please do not use the Ogvorbis format despite Jason's incessant request. <laughs> <laughs> we will have one, I fine. promise you. We will not be impressed. Damn it. <laughs> have a good week. <laughs>